Uh, yes, let's do clapping and then do drinks. Stay there. So, one, two, three, four. One, two, three. Nick, every single week. Every single week. I did three last week, you did four the Every we week. just need to make a loud noise so I can sync it. It doesn't matter if there's three or four during time or out time. As long as I can see big spikes in your waves so I can match them up afterwards, I'm happy. But Nick, every single week it's weird. We should get this investigated by some supernatural investigator guy. Because every single week on the camera I see you clapping. But it's never on, on your audio. It's so strange. Look, that's quite weird. I do it right next to my microphone as well. No, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But your microphone doesn't pick up your guitar when you play it. It's like the computer knows not to put bad stuff through it. <laughs> Could you not hear my guitar then? No. No, I didn't mean bad <laughs> stuff through your guitar playing's bad. What I meant was not verbal audio. Verbal audio. Okay, so listen, before we get started and before we go on this, last week was so easy to edit because it was literally 45 minutes. Not the usual now in 20 minutes I have to try and cut down, so we need to be concise this week. So. Quick and tight. <laughs> yeah. So, everything we say, let's make it relevant to the point. Headlines move on. <laughs> so that sounds like exactly. a plan. Boom. Talk really, really fast as well. Yeah, speak fast. Boom. Booze. <laughs> what are you drinking? I've got Modelo. We had it in the toilet. What is it? It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, we did. I don't know what Modelo. that is. Is it a beer? Yeah, you did. You drank it, my yeah, way, did. Well, it is. Oh, weird, that whole day's a blur. I was drinking quite heavily on that day. <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful okay, day. Okay, it's Mexican. So, after last week's it, fall it, into it. sobriety, I thought I would try something different this week. So, what we have, and you can see the camera, Iron Brew Beer. Ooh. Oh, okay. That's weird. I haven't tasted it yet, so I'm just going to open it now. You can hear it. Okay, Maybe let's see what it's tasting. Okay. This is quite it's, exciting. Oh, like, I don't know. Sweet <laughs> and weird. <laughs> Iron Brew Beer. <laughs> Only in Scotland is that acceptable. Oh, that's that's an interesting flavour. <laughs> <laughs> it's neither iron brew nor beer. It's something yeah. in between. Or your face. Yeah, well, Absolutely not a good thing, is it? No, it wasn't that. Is that a one and done? I hope you didn't buy a four <laughs> pack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're gonna cowk. It gonna tastes cowk. like iron brew, then it tastes like beer, and then it tastes like flaky liquid. <laughs> You've got to just keep drinking it. The more you drink, the nicer it'll get. That's the way alcohol works. Always. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get into wine. Uh-huh. Definitely. Uh, I am drinking this week because uh, I'm poor because it's three days before payday. I'm determined this year because every single year I spend loads of Christmas spending my credit card all the way through January then I spend February paying it off. I'm not going to do that this year. So I haven't brought beer. I've got the gin and tonic that we got for Christmas and I've got two glasses Ooh, of it. Because <laughs> why not? Yes. No, no, I'm not throwing it down the sink. I'm drinking it. So, as we determined last week, Excellent. I'm not an alcoholic unless you know I, I, I've been it, and that's fine because I'm not. I know some. Right. I know some people doing dry oh, January. Why? Definitely alcoholics. Why would you do that? Definitely alcoholics. Because I don't. I think obviously. as long as you go three or four nights a week without drinking, you can drink as much as you want on the other nights. That's the rule. Must kind of drink every night. Pretty yeah, much. exactly. Your liver just needs a rest. It doesn't need a just holiday, it, does it? A quick it just break, needs a rest. Get back on it. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And I do try and stick to three nights a night, uh, three nights a night, three nights a week without drinking. So there you go. It's allowed. All right, Christoph, take us through your fantastic intro. Welcome to episode 12. Indie Fantastic, the Benz by Radiohead versus 
Is This It by The Strokes. Wow, what, what great albums. And also, episode 12. Have we really done 12 of these now? Yeah. That's mad, and the two bonuses. And it's crazy. What? We're not even counting them, so we've done 14. Yeah, they're, they're, they're special episodes. They don't count. We've done 14 of these things. That's mad, yeah. that is. Absolutely it's mad. still ace. It it's is. still ace, still it fresh. Is still ace. Right, so which album are we going to discuss first, my friends? The Benz comes first in the chart, so... So, I'm trying to find... I'm stalling for time because I'm literally trying to find my spreadsheet. Because I did do a spreadsheet as for a change. Because the last two weeks were just ridiculous. And I thought there's no point doing a spreadsheet because it's just going to confirm how shit all albums are. So, I spared myself the pain and I didn't do a spreadsheet. But this week, we are with spreadsheets. And actually, the Benz has won it at 9.4. So let's start at the top, go track by track. I will give you my tens uh, and you guys butt in and tell me if you're wrong. So I think there's six tens on this album. Yeah, that's that seems pretty print straight on. Does that seem yeah. all right? I, I had like nine tens. Oh, okay. Yeah, you see, I try to be a bit, bit more critical with it because I, I love I it. And I think it's I easy when you love an album to just give it all tens. So I try to take a more, I don't know. Objective, uh, holistic. holistic, aggressive approach to it, but I do love this album. It's one of those albums yeah. that I just I could listen to all day. So my first ten is Planet Telex. My second ten is The Benz. My third ten is High and Dry. Then we skip to track uh, seven. Just that's my next ten. Then My Iron Lungs. Uh, my ten after that. Then I skip to the last track, which is track 11, which is Street Spirit for a 10. But having said that, the songs that we haven't mentioned, we've got uh, Fake Plastic Trees, I scored 8. Bones, I scored 9. Nice Dream, I scored 8. And uh, the other two songs, Bulletproof I Wish I Was, was a 9. And Sulk was a 9. So, I mean, what do you guys think? I can't believe your least favourite song was Fake Plastic Trees. Yeah, I think, so I get this thing with songs where if I just hear it too much, it could be the best song in the world, but if it's just (laughs) on the radio all the time and it's, it just gets drilled into me, I I get to a limit with songs where if I hear it over a thousand times, I probably just won't like it anymore. Yeah. Regardless. So for me, you know, when he, I'm not the biggest lyrics fan compared to you two, but the, he used to do surgery for girls in the 80s, but Gravity Always Wins in the end. Yeah, it's just line. absolutely sublime. And every time I hear it, I just think it's so clever. And it's so, you know, it's so them. It's miserable, but awesome and joyous. And I just think... Miserable, that's, that but awesome. That sums it up, doesn't it? It just makes it for me, that line. I just love it. It is great. I think if we go back to Planet Talix as well, do you remember we spoke a couple of episodes ago? ago about intro songs and like how some really really good so- albums have amazing intro songs we talked about dogman star introducing the band i think this is another of those fantastic intro songs i'm not sure i mean is it a tra- traditional intro song probably not because it could sit on its own but i don't know it's just it's great it's it, you know what the intro is this isn't pablo honey this yeah. isn't pablo honey that's what the intro is it's absolutely like, no, it's this not is pablo a honey. difference if they put High and Dry on first, you know, it's Pablo Honey. If they'd even put, like, Just on, it's Pablo Honey. Yeah. But by putting Planet Talix, like, it's not Pablo Honey. I like that. Do you remember when My Iron Lung came out as CD singles and I was absolutely horrified because they came out of those uh, cardboard things? 
they were literally yeah. just like a bit of cardboard folded into a little plastic insert. I was absolutely horrified. I was thinking, this isn't going to last more than a few years. But again... <laughs> so them. Save the planet, isn't it? Radiohead. They're a little bit green, aren't they? They are a little bit green. But again, Maya and Lung, it's genius. So going back to the lyrics, uh, it's it's all about creep isn't it because creep is a song that made made them famous but then it almost killed them because every single song they did after creep was being compared to creep so my iron lung is the perfect analogy for the creep song because it's like an iron lung keeps you alive but almost kills you at the same time because it's so bloody brutal and that's it's like uh an analogy for the creep song so it's it's got the line in it so this this is our new song just like the last one a total waste of time because nobody was it's listening just, everyone was just thinking it's so brilliant yeah it is it's absolutely fantastic there's so many great it's songs so on it so good Nick, and the thing is oh every single like what wouldn't have been a single like they released six singles which is insane but really? Six of them. Yeah. So Planet Telex was a single high and dry, fake plastic trees, just my iron lung, uh, and street spirit. The Benz wasn't a mm. single and could easily have been a single. If it, so my, my most overplayed songs, High and Dry, it's a bit like the wild ones to me. And I'm like, I can see why everyone loves it. But for me, I'm just like, it's just a bit overplayed. And uh, that's one I'd rate down, but I, it is a 10 because it's lovely. But, and I also think putting high and dry and fake plastic trees next to each other, they're both a bit slow and nice. I, you know, I'd have maybe chucked just in the middle there. So high and dry is apparently the oldest song of the album. He wrote it in the 80s as like a little acoustic ditty when he was at university. No way. I, wow. I kind of like that. It's just been there all this time. I was also looking at some interesting facts and My Iron Lung was recorded live apart from the vocals. They were trying to record That's it. That's insane. And, and they were trying to record it and couldn't get the feel right. So they just played it uh, live at the Astoria in London and they, they just happened to have a 24-channel uh, mixing <laughs> board. So they just took all, all the feeds off that live version. And that's actually my own lung, a live version, just, just overdubbed insane. the vocals. So, Absolutely uh, again, genius. What's your favourite song on the album, guys? Oof. So, um... <laughs> I think My Iron Lung's better than Planet Talex. Mm-hmm. So, either My Iron Lung or Street Spirit or Just. <laughs> you see, I'm going for My Iron Lung. I think it's 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 years ahead of everything else. How about you, Nick? What's your favourite song? Yeah, I would have said My Iron Lung, maybe Just, but yeah, probably Virgin towards My Iron Lung. It just or something about it that's just out of this world. Yeah. Absolutely. Just is about masturbation, which is always good. Yourself, you do you and no one else. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't even knew yeah, that. It's about masturbation. Did you not know it's about masturbation? No. I mean, that makes it even better. Does it? I'm not sure it does. Yeah. It might make it worse. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're so classy, you and your Cheshire home. Hey. Hey. Yeah, we don't talk about masturbation here in Chester, please. <laughs> I think you've just ruined that song for me. <laughs> I'm going to be going away tonight and analysing all the lyrics. <laughs> it makes Excellent. sense. I, like, I do like to make you like songs less with this. As you know, <laughs> it does seem that mission succeeded. It's trend, doesn't it? Okay. <laughs> Superb. I, I almost don't like it when we like albums because it's never as fun to listen to as no. when we're slating no. albums, is it? It's a loving. So, what about the best B-side of all time? Uh, Killer Cars? Yeah. 
so I've done my research on this one. Uh, so I've got a playlist on Spotify that somebody else put together. It didn't. I didn't put this together. It's already on Spotify, and it's called All Radiohead B sides and and they're in chronological order. And I'm just looking at the B sides. So it starts with Trickster and Lewis. Yeah. Then Punch Drunk. Which Lovesick. I really like. They're quite dark um, B sides. Um, and I think they weren't on the album because they wanted it to be very commercial and very poppy. But if them two were on the album, it would have made it a bit grungier and a bit dirtier. Yeah. Uh, next, you've got Punch Drunk, Lovesick, Signal, and Permanent Daylight. I love Permanent Daylight. I think it's just gorgeous. Absolutely fantastic. Guitars are amazing in it. The vocals don't come in until uh, probably a minute in, and he's just yapping on about pretending to be nothing and stuff like that. It's just amazing. Really, really good. Uh, then you've got Lozenge of Love and You Never Wash Up After Yourself. I love You Never Wash Up After Yourself. It's yeah, just it's a nice. little acoustic ditty. I love little demoies. Yeah. The sort of crap we used to do in the 90s, isn't it? Just little throwaway demos. Absolutely. Then you've got the strange song beginning with M. I can never pronounce. Mac Will Dora. I like that. Yeah. But for I, me... I put that that's the link between Pablo Honey and the bands, which is probably why they avoided it. Yeah, I think it really so. It sounds like the Link song. But then it's the next four songs are my favourite songs. So you've got Killer Cars, Genius, absolutely fucking genius. Should just be an album by itself. They should make that song an hour long <laughs> and just make an album. So out apparently, of it. <laughs> apparently he didn't want to release it as a single because the record company were like, "Oh well, this is the follow up to Creep, isn't it?" And he was like, "No, this is a B side because we don't want to have that round our neck again." And that's why they chucked it on a B side. He literally was like, "This is not happening." Oh, but it's amazing. I love that. And Other they, bands would have been like, yeah, A side. Then you've got Indian Rubber, which is amazing. Indian Rubber, I just remember listening to it at the time, thinking it just sounds sounds unlike anything else we've ever done before. It's amazing. Uh, how can you be sure? And then I wasn't sure about the next four. So you've got Talk Show Hosts, Bishop's Robes, Bananico, and Molasses. Are they from OK so, Computer or are they from this era? No, they're still from it. Talk Show Host, of course, could have been a single. Yeah, yeah. Utterly amazing. It was in some film, wasn't it? Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, dead famous. And Bananico kind of doesn't count because it was released as a live song off of a Pablo Honey B-side. Okay. So it's just finally getting a studio version of it. Hmm. Another two are alright, but I mean, how much B-sides? Like, enough to make an album. I think that they could have done a double album. Because I don't want to get yeah. rid of any song off the bends, but I also think that some of these songs are too good to be B-sides. Yeah. So let's do a double album. Like what they did with Kiddie and Amnesia. Hey, we've already established double albums end up being shit, though. No, so. no. It, it wouldn't have been shit, but it would have been a bit... They could have definitely made two albums out of it. Yeah. And they wouldn't have been as strong as the bends, but does that matter? We've got all the songs anyway, so I don't suppose it matters anyway. They yeah, made the decisions the they did, and we've got a lot of them. But yeah, it's a great album. So, so I mean, I, I mean, all I so basically the two things we're saying is a bit shit about it is for me, High and Dry's played a bit too much, and for you, Fake Plastic Trees has played a bit too much. That's it. That's it. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Nick, anything for you that's just a bit shit? Honestly, not really. No, I dig the whole album. Um, um, I don't know. It's almost 30 years old. Ridiculous. So I think, I think when we come across these albums as uh, as good as this, we need to certify them middle-aged indie kids gold. That's it. That yeah. we should give a little sticker. And we should make a Stamp list going forward. Stamp of approval. Platinum. Platinum's better than gold, I think. Platinum, okay. Platinum middle-aged indie kids album. You can take this yeah. home, you can listen to it, you're not going to be disappointed. It will appeal. Nope. One last thing. Cover art. 
So what they did was they got a mannequin dummy and then they fed it through a TV screen and took a photo of it. Okay. I think it's shit. <laughs> it's not the best. I think, it's a sh- I think it's a shit cover. It's not the best, but you know, the, the music makes up for it. It's iconic. Yeah. You'd recognize it. I know it's iconic, and that's the thing. You're like, oh, it's iconic, but it's shit. I think it's iconic because of the music, though. It's not iconic because of the cover. You get some covers which are just yeah. iconic because, like, uh, loads of Rock's early Roxy Music album covers, you'd recognise oh, a mile yeah. off, and they're amazing, but yeah. you probably couldn't name three songs off the albums, but they're iconic covers. This is iconic because the music made it iconic, not because the cover made it iconic. Does that make sense? That's good. Okay. Right, onward and upward. Yes. We're shifting on. Right, next we have this... <laughs> Sorry, Nick. No, I just said quickly shifting on. Let's go. The next... Hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah, yeah. So, the, <laughs> the Strokes, is this it? So, Chris, do you want to take us through it this time and tell us what your favourites are and I'll tell you if I, you're wrong or right. So, uh, it's just, for me, it's just, <laughs> it's just a loving. Is this it? Ten. Perfect yep. start. Okay. I gave it a nine. Modern. Nine's fine. Nine's <laughs> fine. Nine means you love it too. Modern age, absolutely amazing. Amazing, yes. Yeah, it's like ten. the first stroke song I ever heard, so it's just I just loved it. It's got like a really cool production on it as well. It's I can't even describe it, but it's just it's not like clean, is it? Yeah, it's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Soma. It's good. Yeah, I gave it but a it's not I gave it a ten. Did you give it a t I didn't give it I gave it an eight. It's my low it's apart from one sticking point. It's my lowest song. You gave it an eight, but it's it's named after the drug in Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. So surely yes, ten just for that. <laughs> Does it not? Matt, here's my new song, Meth. <laughs> here's my new song, Clockwork Orange. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Don't need to hear it. Don't need to hear it. It's cool. Um, barely legal. Amazing. Utterly amazing. Ten. Just... Oh, so it's just so good. The next song I think is going to be controversial. Go ahead. Oh, the next song. Ever since I heard I never liked this song. I was and right. I to, <laughs> yeah. I called it out right. Amazing. It's just pish. It just, it's, I think it's the bloody Katrina and the Waves walking on sunshine drumbeat <laughs> or something. I don't know. And I tried to like sit and be, you know, judgmental about it and just <laughs> be like, okay. And I sat and listened to it and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this. It's I'm just like, not, I just it's not good. hate it. <laughs> I gave it a six. There's a good song in there, though, isn't there? There is a good song in it's there. Just, it's just too chirpy. It's bad. It's too commercial. I don't know. There's something wrong with it. There certainly is. It's kind of like, it's like strokes by numbers, really. It's like, yeah. you know, this is a stroke sound, and it's a gentle little opener to the strokes, but, you know, it's a bit shit, but listen to other stuff, you know? It got hammered on the radio as well, though, so maybe it's that thing where yeah. you hear, hear it too much, and it's like, ugh, starts grating. Yeah. Like, Supergrass, so, All Right. I remember the first time I heard All Right on the oh, album, I loved it, but then it got played non-stop. Really? I've never, I've always hated that song. <laughs> okay, well, there it. goes that theory. And Reef, Reef, put your hands on. Fuck off. I hate that. You absolutely hate that song. Fucking fucking dickheads. What are they playing at? Oh. Okay. Um, Alone Together. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I gave that a nine. Last night, overplayed, but obviously. It's a ten. It's utterly essential. It's, you know, really important, but my God, it's so overplayed, isn't it? Yeah, it's so good, though. It's a ten. Hard to explain. 20. (laughs) 20. 
It's Just, so good. It shouldn't work. When you listen to that song, then, like the lyrics and the, the melodies and the guitars, they shouldn't fit together. I don't know how they do, but they just fucking do. It's amazing. Yeah, it's messy. It is. It's messy as fuck. New York City Cops, 100 miles an hour. Absolutely brilliant. So, 10 out of 10. Amazing, but I learned a fact about this. So when it came out, it was 2001, and they got a bit, yeah. they got a bit of stick because of the whole 9-11 stuff. And, you no, know. it was before 9-11 that came out. Okay, before 9-11 it came out. Just. Just. But they got a load of sticks, so when they reissued yeah. it on CD, so you know they do one run of CDs, it all sells out, and they do another pressing. Yeah. On the pressing, they took it off and placed it at the B-side, and I can't remember what the B-side is called. Yeah, when it started, which is also really good. It's a good song. It's not as good as when it, New York City Cops, No, no one there is good. But, <laughs> New York City Cops I amazing. Feel, I feel sorry for them, you know, but... Did you know they also <laughs> changed the cover? Did they from the arse? Yeah, from the arse, because uh, some record companies in America, no, some record shops in America were oh, refusing yeah. to uh, yeah. refusing to stock it, so they, they changed so it. To what was the new cover? It was like the cells close up. Say that, I'll show you a picture. Uh, yeah. Nobody on, at home will be able to see this, but if I just put that there. Yeah, weird. That was the cover they replaced it with. That's so shit. It's so shit compared to... I mean, like, it's literally just... You can't even so see the arse. It's, it's like the side of an arse. It's like, the Americans are so puritanical. The babies. <laughs> Apparently, Julian... It's fine to go and shoot guns. It's fine to, you know, drive cars at 16. <laughs> but, oh, you can't see an arse. Well, Julian, the lead singer, wants to replace all the versions of that. That uh, It's a close-up of a cell, apparently. Uh, and he wants to replace all the versions of it because he didn't particularly like the arse one. There we go. Shows you in, he's wrong. In, in, in Germany, we're upset that it wasn't an arsehole. <laughs> Close up of a starfish. They love a bit of in Germany, don't they? Yes, and Chester. <laughs> <laughs> right, what song were we on? Uh, New York City Cops. Yes, absolutely phenomenal song. Uh, trying Your Luck. Uh, I've in, lost my spreadsheets. I can't remember what I gave it. Uh, good. It's not quite as good as the rest. I give it an eight. And then Take It or Leave It, I think it's a great finale song. I did, but it still la- it lacks the, the coolness of this modern age or New York City Cops or yeah. Barely Illegal. It just la- lacks it's the edge. It's still got so urgency. I, I gave it an eight. Nine, sorry. I gave it a nine. So, before we go to the poll, I voted for all three albums for a laugh. Because <laughs> <laughs> your poll lets us do that, Matt, which is really bad. I know. It should only let you vote on one, but it lets you do all three. But really, although the strokes I gave more tens to, I'm actually going to give it to Radiohead because the strokes is it's like a one sound thing and it does it eleven times. Okay. And also their lyrics aren't very clever. They just it's almost like it was instrumentals and he got words to just fit the music. So again, I, I was reading facts on this album and uh, apparently the band members say that Julian didn't really have any lyrics prepared. Apart from maybe the choruses, so every time yeah. he went on to a recording, that is interesting. They didn't really know what he was going to say, say which is an yeah. interesting quote. I, I, it does, but there's something brilliant about that. You know, when bands do their first couple of songs and albums, it is ace when the lyrics are a bit shoddy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Also, it's a charm. Also, I learned that Julian uh, wouldn't let him record each song more than once. They had to get it the no. first take. No, he, that's bullshit. No, no, he did, apparently. He said a maximum of two takes. And <laughs> um, if he didn't get it with that, he wasn't happy because he, he wanted it to sound live. Okay, so The Modern Age, uh, Last Night, and Barely Legal were all re-recorded for the album, so... 
Yeah, yeah. What, but this, they... this is when we recorded it because they were all part of the EP first of all, weren't they? Yeah. But when they went and yeah. recorded the album sessions, we recorded them all. Apparently, Julian wouldn't let him record it more than twice because he wanted it to sound do live. Know, do you know something? They probably had been playing these songs for about two years on the road, so they probably could do it. Yeah, were pretty tight. They yeah, probably were pretty absolutely. tight. There we go. Right. So, should we go into the poll? So, so we- you give people a third option that you should never ever give again. Very unhappy, Matt. Bad Matthew. You're very bad. You're going to get a spanking. <laughs> we, I like. I like. You to don't give, give people option. that option. Yeah, you do. Because that's a terrible option. It's a great option. I can't decide. It's, it's like a- choosing my favourite child. Because some people may be in emotional turmoil. I, I like to offer people... You have to make them choose. I wanted to see 300 comments saying, Oh, why have you done this to me? They're like, oh, Ace, I'll choose option three. So only six people chose option three, which was 10% of the votes. So joking. People did actually... Wow. People chose, so let's go Good for on it. you. We Good on you, indie community. 56 votes. We had 37 for Radiohead, which was the clear winner. And we had the strokes. Is this it again? 13 votes. So... Wow. It, it was more of a whitewash for Ragehead than I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. I thought yeah. it'd be a lot more split down the middle. Again, I, I, said, too, but I said this last week. I'm all right with that. I remember when uh, Strokes came out, it was like a breath of fresh air. It was... It was. It was amazing. It was a new it, sound. It was a new sound, absolutely. It sounded like they'd come from the future. And not even like in a cheese way, just in a fucking... This is how you do guitar music, Matt, and he feels that it sounds fucking amazing. These these seem to have landed on a formula that we'd never heard before, but worked so fucking well. And I think before we, we move on from all this, I think you've got to acknowledge um, on the first track is is this is this it is it what the hell's it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is it. Is this it? Is this it? Is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this, is, is it, it Danny Minogue? This is it. She has a song like that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, Danny Minogue. Amazing. Anyway, her debut on single. is this it? Baseline for that song is absolutely phenomenal. Just plays right throughout the yes. song, and it's one of the few yeah. baselines that will be stuck in my head for the rest of the time. Basically, sorry, you go, Matt. I'm just checking if, if I've got any more facts. Nobody cares about your fucking facts. Jesus, <laughs> listen, we're here. We're here to give fucking knowledge. <laughs> you can have come to terms with that, or you can shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, one more fact oh, before we move on. So, but we're going to talk about the cover because the cover is truly iconic, is it not? Sure. No. Yes. Yes, it's gone awesome. It's good. I, thing is, it's good, but I'm not like I wouldn't buy it on a t-shirt or put a poster on the wall. So, it's because it doesn't have the starfish. The artwork. For <laughs> yeah, the, I want album. the German version. <laughs> The artwork for the album was shot by the photographer Colin Lane, who staged an impromptu photo shoot of his then girlfriend who exited the shower, and the black glove was a prop left behind by a stylist in his apartment. So it's actually the photographer's girlfriend. It's a brave photographer's but his girlfriend's arse on the cover, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a dirty laugh, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my my wife has an amazing ass, but I'm not, I'm not sure I would like it photographed and put it in every record shop in the UK. I know some people who call me off fashion. Well, it's a bit late cover. for that, Matt. I've got some news for you. <laughs> George will beat your ass, Nick. She's tougher than all of us put together. <laughs> I've no doubt about that. Oh, we do need to, to all get together at some point soon. I know we shouldn't be talking about this on the podcast, but we do. It'd be nice. Uh, right, so we, we've done the albums. So if you had to pick a winner, Chris, you're going with the Benz. Yeah, just because of the variety on it, and you know, if you take the B sides into account as well, and the lyrics, and it's just it's 
it's not quite as direct as the strokes i mean how many songs in the last 15 years have got songs as epic as mayan lung and street spirit on them yeah those two songs alone like just the fact that both on one album for me is mind-blowing but there we go okay there's more there's more beauty in it what about you I would choose the Benz as well. And it's not because yeah. I love it more than the Strokes, because, like, you, you saw my spreadsheet, there's literally 0.2 between them. Uh, but for me, I don't know. It's, and maybe it's because I was younger when the, the Benz came out, and it yeah. played more of an emotional part of my teenage years, maybe. Was it yeah. teenage years? 20s? I can't 17 remember. slash 18. Yeah, so it 17 was teenage 18, years. 1995. Yeah. So again, it's probably it's that magical era when you're a kid and you discover music for the first time. So I think maybe I'm slightly biased. I think that, that's probably, Sorry, Nick. I was going to say that that's probably one of the reasons the three of us all probably will choose Radiohead over the Strokes because the time Strokes came out, we were all years into listening yeah. to music. And as much as as great as it is, there's something about Radiohead, the nostalgia behind it, and as you say, the just starting to really get into music mm. and and discovering all that sort of side of life um, and kind of the, the nostalgia yeah, behind 100%. it it's always going to win out like you, you can put it on the god you're fucking like, old I've to you guys before it's like the first thing I thought of when we came up came up with this uh, album when you announced the album was how fucking annoying the Maya and Lung CD singles were <laughs> 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 but that that's that's part of my history it's part of our history shared history together yeah. so it's, it's lovely right should we move on to the playlist Yes, so, all 322 tracks of it Yeah, this week. so the playlist is a monster, so I don't think we'll go through all of the songs. Should we all just pick, I'm not sure if we've all had a chance to listen to it, but if we have had a chance to listen to it, should we all just pick a couple of songs that we really liked or didn't like, or s- a couple of songs that we want to talk yeah. about? Would that be the best we'll way to do with, it with it? We'll start with, I think we need a little bit of anger. So okay. I just want to say, Walt Disco... That fucking song, 70s Bossa Nova, <laughs> Red Velvet Bar Vibe, Don't Like the Club Singer Voice. I fucking hate everything about it. I just would rather listen to Say She She. No, I liked it. Did you not like it? No. That's what I'm getting from your man, so you didn't like it. Just I'm like, to fucking, that every time it came on, I'm like, oh, there must be something to like. I've liked the other ones. There must be. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is just utter fucking shite. No, I liked Sorry. it. Sorry. I, I'm, I put a text to you guys. It's like he's whispering lovely things in your ear. I, I really enjoy it. It's like it. he just can't be arsed singing. <laughs> I, I haven't listened to it yet. Okay, so that was a thumbs down from Chris. Any other songs that you want to talk about? <laughs> um, so the, my positives is the Declan one. That's I really, really good, like him doing it? his impression of Tame Impala. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, really it's good. It's the best, t- best Tame Impala song that's not written by Tame Impala. Not wrong with that. I mean, we like him thrashing about, but absolutely not wrong with doing a Tame Impala impression. No. It's a good tune. I and like it. Other one, um, apart from that, I thought they were all okay. Nothing else I hated, nothing else I loved, except for Nick's middle kid's terrible news right at the end. I, I really liked its sort of style. It's kind of like an indie country rock style. It's kind of this new genre that's emerging, you know, where indie people are taking a little bit of country. Oh, yeah. I really liked it. Okay, so shame it was stuck at the end and only got to it a few times. Okay, I'm going to jump in and just call it songs I liked, and I'm going to I liked quite a few, so I'm not going to spend too long on each one, but I'm just going to tell you which ones I liked. So, Declan McKenna, I loved uh, the Bony King of Nowhere's new song. I thought it was average, if I'm being honest. I was a bit disappointed. His last one, where it sounded like Ben's era of Ragehead, 
topical uh was amazing this song was passive it was all right it was fine still better than the smiles new record yes absolutely which we took off the playlist because i put it on out of you know love for tom york but no uh okay you didn't like well this guy quite like that one uh, i mentioned text to you guys that the bill Ryder jones new song uh, a bad wind blows i thought that was like a song i'd heard all my life it's just got that familiarity about it and i love songs that do that i was here by ryan adams i really really enjoyed uh i'm not going to mention all of them but i probably will give a a mention to dirt miller who nobody i know knows dirt miller <laughs> He's a, he's a guy I literally stumbled upon when I was searching for a Last Cloud song on YouTube because we'd uploaded it and we'd lost it and he had a song title that was similar to one of ours and I thought, oh well, I might as well just watch this he's here, he looks interesting and I was just blown away, it was this amazing song and since then I've been following this strange guy who's just releasing music in, in the, the cowboy states, wherever it is, doing weird country music and I'm about four songs in now where I absolutely love him and I'm pretty sure I'm probably the only person in, U- in the UK listening to him <laughs> just by accident. But again, I-, I just thought I thought it was fantastic. It- it- the song's called hopefully. "Where I Call Home," and it's it's making hopefully country music. Fifteen cool. more people will. Um, hopefully, fifty more people out there will listen to him. Yeah, yeah. But that, happy accidents. Yeah, absolutely. But that's that's all from the uh, the playlist. Nick, anything you want to mention? I mean, I, I struggled with this week's playlist partly because of the fucking size of it. Jesus, Matt, there's no need to add that much music. Big wasn't. Um, it's not my fault. It's January. Everyone's <laughs> releasing shit. But I, yeah, Walt Disco One. Because of what you said, I have to go back and listen to it again. I wasn't overly fond of it initially. I did like the Bill Ryder Jones one, and other than that, Middle Kids I quite liked, but there wasn't anything stand out for me. It was all just a bit meh. So. Yeah, it was nice. It was like it was like radio. It was like, oh, this is it's fine. It's nice. Nothing's. I mean, I didn't add. I only added um, Declan and Middle Kids to my private playlist. Okay. We well, you know you got a couple of editions there, so that's all right. Yeah. That's <sighs> it. Looking for the rough amongst the gold or something. I think I can't remember the saying. I think my <laughs> biggest disappointment on this playlist was the uh, new Ben Howard songs. I love Ben Howard, but oh, I thought that song was a bit. Samey. Anyone can write a Ben Howard song. Just get a guitar, pluck a random string, and go. In the, <laughs> in the cold, it's only in the world. When Ben turns up in your doorstep, kick your little Scottish bony ass. Hi, I, will, Chris, I will not be able to defend you. you. <laughs> Do you want me to? No, just come in, love, and let's just try and learn to sing properly, darling. All right. Remember, you used to do it in the old days. Remember. No. What is it with oh. these people that they get famous and decide to start writing music? Tom York did it. It took him four albums, but he eventually decided to stop writing good music. It's weird, isn't it? It is. It's like we, we've had enough of writing melodies. We're just going to do weird shit. And <laughs> I think it must be like an, an ego uh, thing. It's like, well, I could write yeah. music, but I'm choosing not to, and you'll still love me. Fuck off. Why would I want to write something commercial and brilliant you all like? I'll write something fucking weird. Yes. Ah, the plague of the 21st century. There we go. Right, Chris, what bullshit are you inflicting on us next oh. week? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, <no>. fuck! <laughs> well, this doesn't sound right. good, does it? <laughs> They're both from the six days. Oh, fuck. Oh. easy. One is a dead famous solo six days Manny. When you say dead famous, are they actually dead? 
Oh, a really famous 60s man. Is it Scott Walker? More famous. Bob Dylan. If it's Elvis, I'm not listening to it. I think Nick said it. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Mm. Is it Slow Train Coming? No, it's an album called Highway 61 Revisited. Uh, yeah, I listened to it in my teenage years. I pretended to like it like so, everybody else. I probably didn't. Well, I looked through it, right? Like a Rolling Stone's the first song. Good start. And then... Is it? Really? Ev- every single other song. There's nine songs. I don't know any of them. Hey, Mr. Tambourine no, Man. No. Because no. that's bullshit. <laughs> Subterranean Homesick Blues. Nope. Flipping, just like I just no. don't like Bob Dylan. Is he not a bit of a cunt? It's a bit harsh. Like a Rolling Stone's amazing, and then and then there's eight songs that are probably pish after it. I just don't. Know. But that's the, that's good, the album. good album. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> so it's the first album by a prog rock band. Oh, this could be interesting. Oh, good prog rock. Right, do you know any prog rock bands? Yes, I grew up in it. No. My dad trained me well in prog rock. So, is it Deep okay. Purple, Emerson, Lake and Palmer, no. Black no. Sabbath? No. Okay, who is it? Grateful Dead? Somebody, somebody called King Crimson. Oh, yeah, I know them. Which album is it? Is it the one with the face on? Yeah, the one with the face. Yeah, yeah, the one with the face. What is right. that? That is an album with five songs and one of them's 12 minutes long. Uh, so I, I, I hate it. Loads of my friends uh, love this album and they always tell me to listen to really? it. Really? And I, I just refuse it. Is it good? To. You need to get better friends, Mark. Five songs. <laughs> five songs. It's prog rock. Every, every song should be at least 14 minutes and if it's not, they failed. That's, that's generally <laughs> the rule. So, But it's 1969 prog rock so I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's not going to be quite really shit and just a bit shit mm, and I call in sick next week I think it's going to be very shit so the good news is see the week after that Matt's got Sophie's Choice again <laughs> what is Sophie's Choice you keep saying this I don't understand what it is <laughs> it's a seminal film where this woman called Sophie has to, I might have the name wrong <laughs> I might have out. the name wrong but if not <laughs> right so I think it's called Sophie's Choice <laughs> and she's basically got a son and a daughter and she's got to kill one of them I don't know if it's got to do with okay. Nazis or I'm not I'm googling Sophie's Choice and if it's not I'm going to mock you mercilessly for the next five years and it's Sophie's Choice so basically choice. she's got to choose which one to kill oh no it's Sophie's Choice actually, it's an American it, don't, don't tell drama. anyone this. don't read it don't read it if you want to watch it she actually apparently does kill either her son or her daughter, isn't it? I don't actually want to watch it because it's from 1982 and I've spent enough of my life trolling through old shit that doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> but anyway, you've got Sophie's Choice next week and honestly, okay. you're going to go, don't do this to me. Oh, it's, me and Nick it's is that woman easy, easy out of there. She was out of a Devil Wears Prada. Is it Mel Streep? Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah. What, when she was... Looks God, like she must have been well young in 1982. Yeah, yeah, like literally 43, 44. Because, you know, she's 90. But anyway, you've got Sophie's Choice next week, Matt. Two albums you fucking love. Okay, I can't wait for those days. Meanwhile, I've got to listen to King fucking Crimson and Bob. I should have fucking <laughs> died 100 years ago, Dylan. He'll die now, and everyone least... listens to this and goes, Matt's a twat. If he dies now, it's not my fault. I wasn't wishing he dead. dies in the next... Imagine he dies between now and Tuesday when we release. Fucking hell, how old is he? Let's have a Google. Because he, he does seem like he he's must about be, he 400 must years be old. old. The good news is, there's only 14 songs to listen to. 
Oh, but it's, it's going to take 18 minutes of music to listen to. He's 82, so he's on borrowed time. My mate Dave uh, from Northwich, nice guy, went to see Bob Dylan in concert and walked out because he said he was shit. <laughs> I think it was probably the 80s, though. Our, yeah, our drummer Deco went to see Neil Young and was pissed off because Neil Young just played a jam for 40 hours and then played one song and then left. Be yeah. for that shit. That's when I went to see when I went to see Paul Weller three songs in and he was doing 10 minute solos and I just fucked off. Oh my god. I just could not be honest with it. It was the most boring time I've ever had in my entire life. I do feel sorry for Paul Weller. It's like, just play stuff from the first five years of your career because that's the best bit. Play Going Underground play down the tube station at midnight and then fuck off that's all we want Eat, eating rifles yeah butterfly collector maybe that's aggressive yeah and maybe a couple of style cancel songs if if we're pushed no you really? see no, style cancel no, I don't style cancel I don't even mind the no. solo stuff so the first two albums you got Wild Wood and Stanley Rose yeah. great albums and even he- that's, elements that's of heavy not the songs. first two albums Matt which, Matt which are the two albums he had the first album that was just Paul Weller, Paul Weller. Then he had Wildwood. Then he had Stanley Road. That's album number three. Oh, I didn't listen oh, to that's the first embarrassing. album. That's You should be. Oh, that, yeah, that, that's, that's a shocker, man. You only, yeah. only call yourself uh-huh. a, a music, music fan. Yeah. Jesus. I've been a Paul uh-huh. Weller wanker fan. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, think it's, I think it's time to end it now, to be honest. I think people have stopped listening. So. People listen to this shit. They, they suck it up and love it. But you no, actually stop listening to music and they just listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm they sure they don't. Music. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what happens if we make people love King Crimson? Then we should retire gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm away to watch Sophie's Choice all fuck off, right? <laughs> Everyone say goodbye to the viewers. See you next viewers, but Bye. listeners maybe. Bye. We do. We have fucking twelve, Nick. Fuck Try. Bye. You said viewers. Try. Try. Try.